Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, this is our Trader's Instinct segment. Uh, before we get into Trader's Instinct, I just have to close yesterday's earnings trades, Anton. Yeah. Um, and then I'll show you the money trade if you want to see the money trade. Let's see it. Okay, so yesterday's earnings trades, I am just going to sort by days open here. And we can see, okay, this WDB, we've been doing these for earnings and they've been they, and this isn't the money trade, but these have been kind of awesome lately. So the, we do the, you know, weekly, one, this week, next week, at the money calendar. Uh, we did it in some, we did a few of them this week and they've all, I mean, I don't know if they'll keep working out, but this week they've all worked out. WBD, Warner Brothers Discovery, barely moved. This thing, we paid 12 cents for it and now it's 30 cents. So we did five of them. Oh, pretty cool. Yeah, they're always cheap. Like we did it the day before in um, a different product. Same thing. It was cheap. Maybe we paid 30 cents for it or 20 cents. So you pay a 12 cent debit. Yeah. And, and now it's a 30 cent 30 credit. Or, yeah. 30 cents debit. But you you sell it for a credit. Well, yeah, we'll sell it for 30 cents. So we made $90 on a five lot. But our risk was 12 cents times five. So our risk was $60 and we made 85. That's great. So these, it's just like do an at the money calendar on earnings this week, next week. They're cheap. Not in a high, not if it's super expensive, not in a high price product, but. Yeah. Especially for earnings. This is, I think, I think this is one of those ways to like, like really um, take a, take a earnings trade that could be very risky with like, like, like this one, 162 IV. Right. And by doing the calendar, you're really taking off a lot of that risk. Um, and in you're kind of like, like I don't even know how, how much you you would hear. Like, go go back to your positions for for a second. Okay, I, I was just trying to. Was okay. the, sorry, no, I believe it was. Yeah, then that position was like three fifteen to PL open, so two hundred five. Yeah, so you're basically taking off like sixty six percent of the earnings risk inherent in there, and you're turning it into like a baby earnings trade in a sense. It's kind of cool. It's like you're still in it. You're still looking for a, a move within the expected move. Even if it moves a little bit, it can it still make some money. Uh, it's a it's a way to get engaged in an earnings trade, but not have that risk of a strangle. That's right. It, it's kind of like actually, this is a good way to put it. Here, if you go to the trade tab, to tab, you're selling the call. This cycle, you're buying the call next cycle. So you're selling 161 IV. That could yeah. be a bit high for people, and then you're going into the seven days and buying the sixty IV. So you're basically kind of you're 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 hedging that Vega risk, mm -hmm. which is nice. So um, this week they've been working out, and and again they're cheap. They're they're cheap, so they're nothing. Oh, we did it in run too. We did it in run the day before, a couple days before, and that worked out as well. Sun run. Sun run. Sun run. Um, Okay, I'm going to show. So, did I have any other earnings trades yesterday? No, I don't think so. I think that was it. Uh, and we don't have any red in the money sign. So, nothing that's in the money that's expiring today. Uh, this has been our, and you're, I want you to pick this apart and tell us what you think. We had it in March, worked like, worked like a charm. It came off. And now we put it on in April. We basically, you can do, we call it a big lizard. You could it's skewed iron condor where I actually set mine up a little differently where I did a two dollar wide call spread and then this wider put spread. Hold on. Two dollar wide call spread. 
Yeah. So look at this trade. $2 wide call spread, and then you have a $3 wide put spread. You're collecting $264. So if it shoots up, you have $0.64 cents over that call spread. If it stays right here, you have decent theta a day. And if it goes down, the risk is only $0.36. Cents, $36. Yeah, so this is like a huge, this is like a glorified iron fly. Uh, the only difference is like, oh, there you go. Uh, the only difference is like you have the iv is 241 so you can get pretty wide on this iron fly and still get a credit that's way above the lamp max loss i mean you're still like i'm surprised that i wonder why the volatility is, is there something that's pending in amc like no I, I think it's like is it going to be a meme stock is it going to zero you know what's going on i think i feel like that's how it is but it was the same way in march 141 so jenny that's like so we, know, we, did, earnings Sorry, we did this in March. So we did this in March. Same thing where I think I had 240 collection. I had 240 collection on a $2 red call spread and very little risk to downside, similar to this. So, and then I just put in oh. a GTC to take it off for $2. Um, so 40, so it made $40 per one lot. But because there was so little risk, it was there's so little risk we did like i threw in 20 of these i had in 20 of the march so you made 800 dollars on the trade but very little risk i don't know what do you think i think this is a great way to get engaged in a very in a very cheap way in a very high watch stock this is a great trade especially if you're somebody just starting out like i mean like in in the sense not from a guaranteed profit of course not but i'm, I'm saying that you're putting up $36 in risk. For every one lot. Mm -hmm. For every one lot. You can make $261 per one lot. And you get to watch a stock that's like one of the most volatile stocks right now on the market. I mean, it's 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 a pretty good engagement trade, I think. I mean, if it drops down to three, we're out $36 for every one lot. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and, and I think the real risk isn't necessarily dropping to three. It's about it's going above eight, right? Because that's like, like, look at the deltas, right? It's like. But if it goes above eight, awesome, we'll make $60 because we're collecting 60 cents over the call spread. Right, right, right. But, but that, well, right. So that's kind of my point. It, it's like part of the risk is it going to eight because you don't collect the full amount. So, and then the rest of the risk that really gets you is when you get, well, now here's the thing though. The fact is, is look at the delta that it goes above eight, right? The fact that it's 40, it means that there's actually a very, very, very high likelihood that it will go, well, not not 100%, but it will it has at least a chance of touching eight, it, it, right? Because we know the delta, the, probably the touch is like two times the delta. So the probably it touches eight, about 80%, which means that, the, go ahead. Well, then great. If it does, it, like, we'd, we'd be happy with that because... It was like this one here in Mar in March, we put it on with the five strike because it was trading at five when we put that on. Mm -hmm. So it took in 275 um, and it moved all around. Like it was up to six, it was 650. It was it was all over the place and it always marked crazy. Like it'd be marking really wide, crazy marks. Mm -hmm. And then just um, a couple of days ago, we closed it for a dollar eighty. It took a long time. It took you know a few weeks or so for that to happen, but we're hoping the same thing will happen in April. I don't know. It, yeah. it almost some, sometimes trades seem oh, too good to be true because how could you have this much profit potential with only thirty six dollars in risk? Well, because the well, this is what I'm saying. Like because the chance of it going to eight is actually quite high. It's it's more like you're taking 
like yes your max profit is 262 but your realistic max profit is more close to like 100 so you're mm -hmm. really taking $100 in potential profit $41 in risk now granted the fact is that you still have to the only way you lose is if it goes to 3 which yeah that's again just by intu intuitively of course but intuitively we're used to looking at stocks with a 50 iv 40 iv 70 100 iv this is 241% this is not intuitive at all so here's the thing, there's some reason this juice is being pumped in here. Yeah, as long as nothing happens, this is a, you know what I'm saying? Like, sure, go ahead. I don't, so this has been our, uh, this is our recent, uh, so one of our recent faves. Although we have no favorites because they all, <laughs> you never know which one is gonna be the winner and which is the loser. I was surprised March came in. I thought we'd have to hold it until expiration. That's so, that's wild. That's that's a while. I mean, I'm just looking at this chain. I mean, like even like look, like look, like look, look at the zero DT options right now. The fact well, is, yeah, I mean, you, you look, look at look at the um the option activity in here. It's insane. Yeah. It's like look at the zeros for a second. You just kind of put out the perspective of how crazy this is. There's a two cent bid at six fifty. At six fifty. That's. That's a 40 cent move from now is what, like a 7% move by the close? Oh, for the day. Yeah, for the day. <laughs> That's insane. Well, I mean, they do have day. earnings coming out. They do have earnings next week. So earnings could move it for sure next week. So who knows? It could be back down to three. I mean, AMC yeah, has it's... had, <laughs> but it hasn't been down there yet. It hasn't. What about no. Uh, oh no, that was not. Yeah, that was like three fifty or something. Oh, that's four. Wow. Yeah. Well, stay in price. <laughs> All right, traders. Traders instinct. What, what you've got for us? I know John. Uh, John's in charge. I think I'm actually in charge. Oh. All right. Let's go ahead. We're gonna actually take a look at the. Um, uh, market pressure that we did on the zero DTs. I want to kind of start pushing this content more, and uh, just just because it's been a very popular, you know, type of uh, type of expiration that people have been trading, especially with the growth of newer traders. So, I'm just going to look at some different ways of looking at this risk, right? So, and the thing is, this is one segment out of many, many, many potential. Like, like this is a whole new era of research. Um, you know, that, that can be really groundbreaking for people who trade this stuff. Uh, but this means that this is a very small first drop in the bucket of what's to come. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a look at, and this is this was the market measure on Tuesday? No, it was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. So, so we're gonna take a look at the SPX entry options for February 21st only. Now the reason is a little bit unorthodox to do it this way, but the reason we're doing it is because we're trying to get a sense of what a normal day or what type of action would happen in the zeros given a certain day in the market. Because the thing is with the zero DT options, the performance is significantly different. If it's a non-event day, if it's like an inside day, a, a one expected move day, or an explosive day, you know, uh, that matters a lot, right? So it matters, in, in fact, it matters significantly more for the zeros on how the day turns out than it does for the 21-day options or the 58-day options, which in this case were the February, or which were the April expirations that we looked at. So we're looking at February 21st because February 21st was a day where you had a perfect market situation where the SPX opened at its highs, closed at its lows, 
and the distance from high to low, it was basically a very clean sell-off. In a sense, there weren't many, there wasn't many much two-sided mm -hmm. action. And that sell-off was about to the tune of 50 points. The reason that's important is because 50 points is basically just above one, one expected move. So this gave you a sense of saying, okay, what happened to the zero DT options when the market move for one day was at the expected move? It hit its expected move from top to bottom. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so we're going to look at the zeros and the other options further in expiration. This was obviously done on Tuesday, and the 58-day, if it seems a little weird, why did you do 58-day? 58-day was the uh, April expiration at the time, uh, so it would be kind of like the expiration that you know we would be trading on a normal time frame. Mm -hmm. so I include that as a comparison. So we're looking at the following statistics. The high and the low price is a percent of the opening price. Comparison of opening prices as a multiple of the zero DT price, basically saying how much more expensive are the one days, the seven days, the 14 days compared to the zero DTEs, and the largest swing in one hour. And what you're gonna find here, it's kind of cool. So I, before we get to, I wanna just open it up to you if you have any questions or specifically, you know, some thoughts that you have before, you know, we start looking at the numbers. <laughs> oh, what is my yeah. thought on the zero yeah, DT? <laughs> I have okay, so I have not been really playing with the SPX zero DTs. I have not. Um, I don't. I don't know, Anton. It's. I guess it depends. It's. I guess it's more. For, I feel like it's for people who are sitting at their computer all day. Yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah okay. Right. So it's only for a handful of people who are sitting at their computer all day. Yeah. Well. No. <laughs> <laughs> you said, yeah. Well, I, well, I mean, well, because most people are most people are working another job, um, right? Like you, <laughs> you know, like listen, I spend half our day in the car. If we're driving to the city, it's a lot, hour drive there and driving back, hour drive back. We're not in, at our computer all day. I'm not playing the zero DTE SPX. No, I, I'm just. I'm, I'm, and and many people, well, I know us. We're in the car on the open. Like I'm in the car, dropping off at the school drop off or whatever. And and if we're not, you're yeah. you're not there in the open. I feel like if you're doing the SPX zero DT, you want to get in on the open. Yeah. So this is this is just again, this is a beginning comparison of how these options work. It's not necessarily to say trade them or don't trade them. This is just saying. How do you compare the risk? This is a descriptive segment. It's not prescriptive. It doesn't. Right. We're not saying what the what you should do or what the mechanics are yet. We're not. We're, we'll, we'll, we will look into that in the future. This is just saying what's the difference. That's all we're saying. Do you feel like you need to get in on the open because that's where their most premium is in those zero DTE? I so depends on what side you want to do because the zero DTE options are so volatile that when you're taking a look at like the inherent premium selling edge, it's very different than what we usually are look, we're, are used to because on a huge explosive day, you can see the zero DTs multiply by 10 or 20, right? Yeah. And this could happen regularly. So I don't know if this is even a thing where you would sell premium or if you would, you may maybe cap your risk, but this is a very much like an even game from the perspective of, hey, you want to buy them, you can buy them, you're going to lose almost all the time, but on the times you win, you can make 10, 20 X, right? In reality, we're going to start, or, or, or rather, in addition to that, we're starting here by looking at an index, which is much lower. This isn't Tesla. This isn't AMC. This isn't, I'm sorry, AMC or AMD? What were we looking at? AMC, right? Oh, Adobe. That was Adobe. Oh, yeah, AM, oh, AMC. AMC, because there's also AMD, isn't there? 
there is there's also amd which i for some reason thought was the same as amc first for a second anyway um uh, anyway so yeah those would also act differently right those would probably have a larger multiple when you win and, and a much um much larger swings throughout the day but this is just spx and this is looking at from high to low and also it's, it's taking a look at on a day where it's just one expected move which when you right. look at the zero DT options, if you're buying them, you're really looking for a huge move. You're not looking for a one standard deviation move. So this morning, like, let's say you bought the at the money put this morning, or you bought um, because you're thinking, oh, maybe we'll continue to go down. And then spoos continued to fall. I, how much were they on the open this morning? Can you see that, the price? We can, we can, yeah. If actually, if we open yeah. up the platform, um, um let me take a look spx puts in the morning so let's see the spx uh, opening price was uh, I'll, I'll look at it one minute after the open after the price adjust so it was uh so the zero dte the um just the anthem 39.60 so 39.60 after the first print so a minute after the first print 39.60 uh was the put was it was 16 uh, basically $15. So I mean, that is a, it's a very expensive play, like $1,500 is a very expensive daily shot. Yeah, well, I mean, you can look at SPY would be, you know, a tenth of that, so. Um, right, right, but it's, it's just, it's an expensive daily shot. Oh yeah, no, I mean, we're gonna look at that in, in the segment. Like, like, here's the thing, the volatility of the zeros is, is usually at least twice that of the monthly cycle. So you, right. you're paying a lot of for it. So, so, so let, let, let's get into this. I, I, there's some cool stuff to take away from here. Okay. So, okay. Okay. You got it. You guys see it? Yes. Okay, great. So let's go to the next slide. So this is the calls. We're looking at the calls on February 21st. We're looking at the daily high as a percent of the open price. And the reason they're all 100% is because the SPY opened at, at its high in the morning, right, right? So the calls only got cheaper from there. Sure. So the zeros, obviously, when you look at the daily low, as a percent of open, it happened to be on the close because that's the market was in its butt at the, at the, at the, at the final ticks. Zeros expired worthless. The April expiration expired at 87% of its value. So lost basically 13%, whereas the zero DTEs uh, actually lost all of their value, right? And that makes sense, right? Because if you don't get the move you're looking for, and these are looking at the at the money option. So obviously if it goes down, you're gonna lose all your money in the zeros. But this is looking at the difference in comparison. How much, what's the, what's the difference in the risk, especially when you look at the largest hourly swing, Look, that's that's I think the biggest difference. You you take a look at the price of calls in an hour or the largest swing in the in the course of an hour for these for the options, ninety one percent evaporated in value versus something we would trade like the April expiration would be like a six or or eight percent. I feel like these are worse than trading black or red on the roulette wheel because you not. <laughs> Don't you think so? Like, if you're just going to go buy them and take a shot in direction, it's worse than picking black or white on the red on the roulette wheel because it's worse than 50-50 because you are you needed to move and then some. Yes, you know, hundred percent. It's worse than fifty-fifty. It's more like a slot machine. That's what it is more like. It, it's it's you basically have to throw a dart five, 10, 20 times, and on the time you're right, you may make a lot of money. Unless right? you're doing just a spread, um, which. Sure. I know you and Liz have done those like upside butterflies or upside brokering butterflies or downside brokering butterflies if you want to keep playing those. But I'm almost afraid that in the long run, it's going to be a net net zero sum game. 
Yeah, well, but that's the thing. It's like you, you have to. You, I'm just the, the reason we're doing this research is because there are a lot of people that have asked, honestly, because a lot of people. Yeah, no, I know funny. a lot of people are trading these, and if it's a hedge, like if you're looking for a hedge, if the market's moving, and you're like, "Geez, I want a like short-term hedge in case the wheels fall off." Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I think there are a lot of ways to, to 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 conduct the research or like look at this, but this is just like one out of. I mean, look, look. There's. There were two pages of takeaways in this segment that we, we that we put in. You know, so there there's a lot of you know stuff to take away from. So now let, let, let's take a look at the puts for a second. So these are the puts, okay? So just calls. These are the puts. All right. So the puts. Uh, obviously, the market was on its butt at the close on the Tuesday. So we're low. So what what if you bought the zero day T puts? Right. So from the open to the close, you actually made about a hundred and fifty five percent. You basically for every dollar you put in, you got two and a half dollars out. Right. So that's that's kind of like the big takeaway. If you did that, what's the trade-off on an, on a day where the SPX move, moved 50 points from the time you bought it to the time you sold it? That's you two and a half times, right? That that's that's you put in a dollar, took out two fifty. Now, Compared what to... do you think, like on this in in the office? What guys in the office or girls in the office are um, trading these dailies actively, and what are they doing? I don't know if there are a lot of people trading. I mean, I sometimes dabble in it, but to be quite honest with you, there's I I usually do the individual stocks because okay. the IV on those can be 100 or 200%, right? Sure. And those is when you can get those 20 times move, but you're paying more for the option itself. So 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 here's a so here here's really the trade-off of this. There's a lot of trade-offs. In this segment, we're looking specifically at the differences between the zeros and the further expirations. In other segments, we can look at the difference between index zero DT options and the high high volatility zero DT options. We can look at what happens intraday if we have an intraday swing at the second half of the mm -hmm. day. This doesn't even take that into account because this is only looking at open to close. And the thing is, these zero DT options are so expensive from a premium perspective because you pay double in terms of volatility but of course, like you're from the open to the close, you're not going to see a 10x return most likely. You're going to probably see a two times or a three times return if you if you're a winner on this one, right? But if you if you remember the shorter time frame that you're right, the shorter the time frame that you hit it right, that's where the that's where you make more and more and more money if you're long the option. But then again, you have to time those very 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 well. We know that's a lot easier said than done. So. Again, this is just showing a comparison to begin with. I just wanted to um, read a tweet that came in from Steve. It mm. says, um, uh, discussion the other day between Tony and Tom, most of the trading public who trade zero DTE options are buyers, not sellers. Yes, 100%. And, and that and that is usually almost certainly correct because... Um, because so thank you, Steve, for sending that in. And right, because you're risking... If you want to take a directional shot, if I'm ever buying options to, to to kind of you know to take a directional shot, I am buying a much shorter duration because you're pay I know you're paying higher theta, but you're paying much less extrinsic value in those options. And it's engaging. I think no, no, no. You're paying more extrinsic value for the day. So if you for the so days for, for the days, but like overall cost is less. That's right. That's right. So this is the thing. Let's say you're comparing paying for a like a thirty day option versus zero day option, much more for the zero the option you're paying in extrinsic but uh on a single day basis yes of course it's, it's a one-time shot then you're done yeah right uh, there you go. 
I, th I mean, they're nice. They are nice because they give you flexibility. They give you more choices. Um, I, I do get it. I see if people want to take shots. You're, you're right. They're kind of like playing a slot machine or buying a lottery ticket. Yeah. Exactly. But if you're doing spreads, it, they're, a, they're a higher probability trade if you're doing spread, not higher than 50, 50, but. Yeah, they're higher probability spreads from the standpoint of you get, um, let me rephrase that. They're not higher probability, they're lower risk, lower, you don't, yeah. you're not going to lose as much when you're wrong, you're not going to make as much when you're right. So, um, but maybe we'll start looking at them more often, but I do feel that they're more for people who are actually at their computer. Some people just come in on their lunch and make their trades and, and then come back the next day. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? They're, 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 I, they're, we do have a lot of viewers who trade all day, but we have a lot of viewers who are busy working another job as well. Yeah. No, for sure. I, it's a good interest study. I know we're out of time, so I don't want to take up more of the other people's, but yeah. Um, Anton, thanks so much for coming on. Have a wonderful weekend in Florida. You've got beautiful weather there. I know. I don't want to tell my mom because she, you know, she's like, oh, it's sleeting. It's it's cloudy. It's cold. Mm -hmm. I know. <laughs> it's ugly here. It's quite oh. like in the 20s, I think. Oh, uh, so enjoy the 85 and sunshine. Uh, have With, a wonderful Liz. With Liz. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. Remember to trade small, trade often. Laugh with us, learn with us, and watch the Liz and Jenny show. Yeah, we'll see you Monday. Have a good weekend. The content of this podcast is created, produced, and provided solely by Tasty Life, Inc., and does not represent the direct views or opinions of any of its affiliated companies. This content is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be trading or investment advice or a recommendation that any security, futures contract, digital asset, other product, transaction, or investment strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities, futures products, and digital assets involve risk and may result in a loss greater than the original amount invested. Tasty Live Inc., through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. The information provided may not be appropriate for all investors and is provided without respect to individual investor financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. Tasty Live Inc. is not a licensed financial advisor, registered investment advisor, or registered broker-dealer.